There's a, a poem that I quite like that's called The Hound of Heaven. And in this poem, the poet describes God as being a hound or a dog in heavy pursuit of his prize, humanity. For me, I really like this poem because when I think of a hound, I normally think of an escaped convict being pursued by a posse with their dogs. And they're, they're pursuing the escaped convent with urgency and relentlessly. And they'll stop at nothing until they find that escaped convent. No matter what you and I are doing, that is how God pursues us, relentlessly, with urgency. And he'll stop at nothing in pursuit of us. Another image that I love is from the Old Testament, and it's called the footsteps of the Messiah. The psalm today reflects this, the footsteps of the Messiah, when it says, prepare the way of his steps. There is an idea in ancient Judaism of listening for the steps of the Messiah before his arrival. The first thing that they would hear is the footfalls of the Messiah running towards Israel. I think we can all relate with that in our homes. I think we can often tell who is approaching by the very sound of their steps and what it sounds like. I know that when I was at home when I was a kid. I could tell who was walking where in the house just by the sound of it, and especially if it was mom or dad, especially if I did something I shouldn't have and I heard their footsteps, and especially, especially if they had a job for me to do. I knew to go run and hide. In the season of Advent and of Lent, we talk about preparation. And we might ask ourselves, when thinking about preparation, we might ask ourselves, how am I growing in faith? Or how am I progressing? And sometimes we might talk and think about our journey of faith. Those are fine questions and they're true as far as they go. But if we look at the first reading in the gospel today and these images for us related to them, it puts things a little bit differently. The first reading and gospel both say, Make straight the wasteland, a highway for our God. Every valley shall be filled in. Every mountain and hill shall be made low. The rugged land shall be made a plain. The rough country, a broad valley. The point of all this filling in and valleys of, and laying lows and mountains is not just an exercise in the divine power, although some of that might be true. The point is, every obstacle that could hinder God will be removed. And rather going up and down over this rugged land, a highway will be put right down the middle between us and God. And if we pay further attention to this, there's an implication here. And it's that it's not so much that we're on a journey towards God, but it's God who's on a journey towards us. It's precisely the opposite. And our task then, in the midst of Advent, if we listen to how the scripture puts it and how the gospel puts it, is not so much to ask, how am I journeying towards God? 
but to ask, how am I preparing in making his path easy and his path straight? It would be like if I were sitting in the middle of the Badlands and God is starting out in Belfield and I know that he's coming. I would be listening for him. I'd be finding the best path for him to come through. And I want his way to be easy and to be quick. And so I'd prepare a road for him. The question of Advent, everyone, is not so much my journeying. Journeying. I, I did it better that time. It's not so much my journey. It's a question of God's journey towards humanity. And the question of preparing isn't so much the question of my progressing up to God who's sitting up on the mountaintop somewhere, but it's the question of making space for him. If I were to go to, back to my little Badlands analogy, if we were all stuck in the middle of the Badlands, and let's say we're needing medical attention, and we knew that there was a helicopter, a medical helicopter coming to get us, our action plan would be really clear. It would be find a place for it to land and clear it out as best we could. All the fallen trees, all the brush, all the, all the stuff that could hinder a landing space for this helicopter, we would get rid of it immediately. And once we'd had a place prepared, we would listen in silence. And we'd listen with hope, expectant hope knowing that it's coming for any hint and any sound of its arrival. The message of Advent is to prepare a way for the God who is on a journey towards us. It flips the am I progressing or how am I growing question right on its head. It has an action plan with it, a moral plan you could say, to make an easy, quick place for God and let there be no interruptions in his way. And yet, it has none of the frustrating, wheel-spinning, stuck-in-the-mud self-reliance that most moral messages or most moral plans have. Because it's full of expectant hope, confident trust, the unfailing promise that God is on his way, yes, on Christmas, but also at the end of our lives. Whatever moral taking stock we do this Advent, and that's a good thing, I encourage it. It's a consoling thing to take moral stock. It's a freeing thing. It's an invigorating thing to take healthy moral stock of our place. That's fine. But the first place to start, the first place to start is have fixed in my mind and my heart the undoubtable, the absolutely certain knowledge that God is on his way towards us.